It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod, and you can even text the show at 405-963-3686. On today's show, we're going to dive into Sam Presti's press conference what the Thunder will look like this season, will they go make a big move, and so much more. want to thank you so much for making today's show your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you, talking Thunder basketball. Folks, what a time. Make sure that you subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms. It's a daily Thunder podcast here for you every single day. You can text the show 405-963-3686 to get moved to the front of the line with training camp starting next week. You're going to get texted some scuttlebutt that we're hearing from training camp and so much more. But on Wednesday, it was the annual preseason media availability for Sam Presti. He answered many questions throughout this. I believe it was like an hour, two hour long um, session where he was asked about everything from trading for a star to rebranding and handling Chet Holmgren and everything else. So it was a great press conference to kick off media day, uh, media day with the entire team and, and Mark will be on Monday. And then Tuesday training camp opens the following Monday will be the first preseason game in the Paycom center against the Spurs and potentially Victor Romanyama. So it'll be a lot of fun to get engaged with this Thunder team uh, here on out. So make sure that you're subscribed, but the most pressing question that many of you have about this Thunder team after a 16-win improvement and they are, are appearing to be on this warp speed, insane run has been when will the Thunder cash in their chips? When will they go all in? And so 
Sam was asked this question and he talked for five minutes on this subject. You can find his entire answer on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. It's the entire thing, uninterrupted question and answer. Uh, so you have all the context around what he's saying. And I think that what he said was a hundred percent right. He said, making a move like that to go all in would be irrational and that you cannot buy the paint before you buy a house. You don't know how much paint you're going to need. You don't know what color of paint you're going to need. You don't know anything about um, the situation right now. And who's to say the Thunder don't already have a player who's going to be really good in whatever spot you might go all in on and trade for. And one key piece of this was whenever he said, I'm not trying to dismiss anyone's excitement, but this was not a 500 team last year. I think that that gets lost in the hoopla of last season where you have a 7% outcome and you are able to go out there and win, uh, you know, improve your win total by 16 games, make it to the play-in tournament, win a road play-in tournament game in New Orleans. Uh, I, I think that it was a great season. But even with that season last year, we have not seen these players play in a playoff series. Regardless of that, we have not seen this core play together period. Like last year, you did it without Chet Holmgren at all. Now you're going to add Chet Holmgren in there. And now you're still watching these players progress. And, and, and as players progress, it changes their play style. It changes what they're excelling at. It changes what they're doing on the floor, what their responsibilities are, what they're tasked with doing, their minute load. It changes everything. So as Jada evolves, as Josh Giddy evolves, as, as Chet Holmgren gets added to the fold and evolves, and we've seen SGA get better each and every year. As those variables change, so does the team. So does their play style. So does what you will need and what you will um, have to acquire to get this team better and to make this team a better roster. And so I, I think that it is far too early to be discussing going all in. We have to remember this has only been a two-year rebuild. This is this has not been something that has taken a ton of time and that um, has been dragging on for us. Whatever it felt like at home, the reality is it's just not that. And so there's no way to go all in right now on this Thunder team. And you saw Dame get traded to Milwaukee and everything else. But the Thunder have to run their own race, as Mark likes to say. And another key point from Sam was they cannot let this draft capital make them soft. And you and you can't cut corners. And you, you can't rely on going all in to, to make up for um, any mistakes you make or say you can afford to go gamble because you can afford the mistake on the back end. And it all comes down to this. I think that there's a flawed idea out there from the national media, the national fan base, and even some fans of the Thunder of what these assets do for you, meaning the, the excess draft capital. The excess draft capital does a ton of things other than just net a Giannis, Dame, Joel Embiid, insert all-star superstar player here that's going to become available or has become available or was rumored to become available or, or whoever you think would fit with this Thunder team outside of just netting those all in stars. It can net you, of course, complimentary role players and veterans, duh. But in an in a area that Sam Presti mentioned, and we've mentioned before, then what we saw Denver do this off season in trading for one of the Thunder's picks is first round picks also equal cost controlled talent. And so if the Thunder 
see this core four become as good as we think this core will be. If, we, if they're as good as we think that they are, it's going to cost a lot of money to re-sign them all and, and, and re-sign these players. And if you do convince these players to re-sign and you get to their second contract, you get to Shea's third contract, then to build a roster out around them, it has to be done with cost-controlled talent, and there is no better cost-controlled asset in the NBA than first-round picks. Because as long as you hit on those first-round picks, you know you, you have a lot of control over them for a little amount of money. And so you need that. You need to bank on that, as well as you need to continue to be really good at finding talent in the second round, which the Thunder have been really good at, and continue to find talent in the margins of, of guys that have been left behind. There goes Isaiah Joe from last year. So the first round picks can be used in such a multitude of ways that it doesn't have to be pigeonholed into, well, you have to trade them for a star because you can't draft everybody, right? They can be used in so many different avenues and in so many different outcomes. And so he mentioned that, you know, if you grow impatient, and be irrational, you can end up, end up stuck in the middle or even at the bottom of that mountain that you're trying to climb. And I think that we've seen teams who have done that, Chicago, Minnesota, who have gotten themselves kind of stuck in the middle, kind of, or at least gotten themselves some, some lack of clarity of what is going on moving forward. And so let's see what the Thunder have. Let's let this team grow and let's let, let this team have continuity. You know, I asked Sam Presti about what the Thunder could have learned from the Denver Nuggets winning the championship last year. And Mark was asked the same question over the past weekend on the NBA.com interview. Um, and, and Sam said that their, their continuity was just the thing that Mark highlighted, but also their commitment to each other. The Nuggets' commitment to winning with those players and those players' commitment to the organization. And you, you can see that you know Jokic was a two-time MVP and got bounced in the first round and, and had years where he missed the playoffs entirely before the team eventually won you know, the, the NBA Finals. Jamal Murray, a great example of commitment, you know, had a devastating ACL injury and a disappointing end of the season for, for the Nuggets as a team. They didn't panic. They didn't, they didn't do anything crazy. They stayed committed to Jamal Murray, and Jamal Murray helps you deliver a championship. You know, big part of that championship. Uh, but you still have to make moves, right? You still have to go get an Aaron Gordon type of player. You still have to, you know, make some moves on the margin. And the Thunder are by no means going to close the door to doing those kind of things to complement this roster. But when you use the terms all in, you're typically thinking of that extremely high end talent. And as of this moment, the Thunder are in a position where they still have a sort of mystery box of maybe they have an additional all, you know, all upper echelon talent. They already have one in Shea. Could one of the three others of Josh Giddy, Chet Holmgren, Jalen Williams, could one of those three others or heaven forbid, multiple of those three others uh, enter that upper echelon of player with Shea. And if that were to happen, it changes what you need to do with these assets. And so the Thunder are in no danger of running out of assets. They're in no danger of having these assets expire. And there's ways to circumvent them from expiring, as you saw this summer with that trade with Denver during their, literally during their NBA finals, uh, that trade went down during the, the series with Miami. Uh, so the all-in portion of this roster should be put to rest. There should be no more discussion of stars, training for stars, acquiring stars this season. And there likely won't be any this summer either in terms of realistic options 
because you still, even after a whole season of basketball, will not have enough data points to know for sure what the right move is if you were to lock yourself into an all-in move. But at least you'll have a better um, baseline than zero combined minutes. Zero minutes between this core four so far. You have to remember that as you get swooped up in the excitement of last year's 16 uh, win improvement and playing a a, tournament berth. Which brings us to Sam Presti's expectations for next season. What will this upcoming season look like for the Thunder? We'll talk about that. But first, I want to say right now, better good friends over at DoorDash. Folks, you know what DoorDash can do for you. You know that they've been there for you, right? They, they've been able to bring you uh, your food items that you might want. Maybe you didn't feel like cooking. Maybe you just needed some help that night to uh, to get you some food. But they can also now bring you groceries. And so if you're cooking a batch of pancakes and you look over and your maple syrup's all out and you forgot about it, Boom, they can deliver you that maple syrup while you're cooking and you're able to seamlessly finish the task. If you wake up in the morning and you go down and you, you make yourself a cup of coffee and you realize, I forgot to buy that creamer at the store that can bring you coffee creamer. They can get you your entire load of groceries or just a couple things you missed. They can do it all for you at DoorDash. So make sure you check them out today. Make sure that you go there because you've trusted DoorDash to deliver you your restaurant favorites. Now they can deliver you your grocery favorites as well. Uh, And it can also help your local economy because it can go to thousands of grocery stores. And of course the ones in your neighborhood that you love the most. So make sure you go to DoorDash. And when you do use code locked on NBA at checkout, that's code locked on NBA at checkout for a limited time only. This offer applies where you can get 50% off of your first DoorDash order. That's 50% off. Make sure you go there right now and use the code LOCKEDONMBA. That's code LOCKEDONMBA at DoorDash right now. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Let's talk Sam Presti's expectations this season. So he kept reiterating that this Thunder team was still below 500 last year, which is true, and they still hit an abnormal outcome, a 7% outcome is what he said that they did by being an under-30 win team to be able to elevate themselves 16 wins and get to the play-in. But there are a lot of new parts in this year's team, and you have to gel and grow together this year, and you have to see this Thunder team start back over. And I thought that this quote was interesting from Sam Presti. If someone is turned up to 11, no one can play well. It's finding that right balance on the mixing board and says that that balance is going to look different and change, you know, over time. And these players look different from where they did at the end of last season. And so you've got to find that right mixture again on the audio board. If, if someone's turned up to 11, even though they have all these great skills and have all these new great things that they can do, if they're not playing in sync with everyone else, it's going to throw things off a bit. And he, he punctuated this kind of, let's call it a segment of the press conference with 
we're going to be better by the end of the season. Like, like he can, he can confidently say that this team will be better by the end of the season, but the progress, it's hard to know what it looks like. And this is a topic that we've been stuck on here at Lockdown Thunder of, this is a very tough Western conference. And so progress, like if you, if you look at it objectively, the Thunder could realistically have a Kings like season where they come out, they care a lot about the regular season. They win a lot of regular season games. The fan base is rocking again, and they are able to be a top three seed, top four seed in the West by just sure care and sure talent on their team where they're not going to pack it in. They're not going to give up any given game. They're not going to, um, they're not going to sort of just mail it in on any given night. And that can carry you a long ways in the regular season. You saw the Cavs. The Cavs were able to have a really successful regular season. A lot of that due to just care factor. But in a very tough Western Conference, they could also just be a play-in team again. And I think that success cannot be exclusively tied to their win total this year. I think that no matter what, I agree with Sam Presti that the eye test will tell you this is a much better Thunder team than last year's Thunder team. Like by, by the time that you hit April, this will have been a much better Thunder team and a much better Thunder season. No matter if they won 41 games, 42 games, or 50-plus games, anything in between, and even anything at 40 wins or whatever. No matter what that win total says, observing basketball games will tell you this is a much better team. And so you've just got to enjoy the ride and see how this Thunder team gets there. And he also highlights that he wants the Thunder to have that home court advantage again that they had that first time. If you, if you remember the Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kevin Durant Thunder, and the amount of coaches and players and, and broadcasters and media members who would, who would just rave about this fan base and the college-like atmosphere and the uh, just insane you know, feverish feeling around the thunder that really helped them win games. Sam Presti mentioned he wants them to get the U.S. fan base to get back there, but also acknowledged they've got to earn that. They've got to win games. They've got to, uh, you know, produce on the court. I think that, I think that you should go to thunder games this year because as we talked about with Daniel Bell yesterday, you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. Entertainment wise, you're going to get a ton of bang for your buck. They're going to be playing Shea, Josh, Chet, J-Dub, and a really, really, really good complimentary pieces, rotational pieces, depth pieces, everything else. And then, no matter who you get a ticket for that the Thunder are going to go up against, this league is so talent-rich that when healthy, every team has, a, has an attraction. Every team has a star or multiple stars. Even Portland, who just traded away Dame, I promise you, you're going to have a lot of fun watching Scoot Henderson. I promise you, you're going to have a lot of fun watching Shaden Sharp. You know, San Antonio is not projected to have a great uh, win season. You know who the attraction is there in Victor Wimanyama. Like, you're going to have someone on the other side to watch and four or five someones with the Thunder that are going to be really fun to watch. So hopefully the Thunder are able to get that home court atmosphere back again and Sam Presti does want to see it happen again. He also gave us some clarity on the roster. So we did a roster projection earlier this week. You can go back and listen to that. Uh, a few notes on that. So Victor Ladipo will not report to training camp. And, and, and 
the way that Sam Presti made it sound is that, you know, at this stage of where the Thunder roster is at, they're not going to be able to afford to just let him sit in rehab. Uh, and he's going to come back this year to the NBA. It'll just, it'll just be for somebody else. And so uh, he, he's not going to stick around on any sort of uh, wait and see in case of emergency, use his contract in a trade type of thing. It sounds like he will be uh, gone sooner rather than later uh, for Victor Oladipo. Uh, and then while talking about the depth, he was asked by Steve McGee of News 9 um, about uh, this possibly being one of the deeper teams the Thunder have ever had, which I agree with that sentiment from from Steve that this is a very, very, very deep team. But in the, the discourse of that, he mentioned that when you look at Isaiah Joe and Davis Bertans, that you have two of the top shooters in the league, according to everybody's list. Throwing in Davis Bertans' name in there, you know, again, he can only play in 75% of games. But if you look at Bertaz's track record, that that probably is not going to be too hard to, to limit him to. And so throwing in Bertaz there, you could see him play that Muscala Sarich role. Uh, and I think that I think that you can move Bertans firmly off of the roster bubble because Sam Presti is so calculated. And in the midst of all of this, in the midst of his press conference, he mentioned that Jeremiah Robinson Earl and Trey Mann are wearing out the practice facility and want to be in Kansas City. What this does is affirm what we've been telling you, that the Thunder really like both these guys and really, really, really want to see both these guys succeed. And so I, I, I think that they're going to be given every opportunity this training camp to make the roster. And so Trey Mann and Jeremiah Robinson Earl will be given every opportunity to make the roster, but they've got to go take it. They've got to go earn it uh, throughout training camp and preseason. And so we'll see what they produce here as training camp opens up next week. Uh, and, and the and the season, of course, will start with preseason the following Monday. But Sam also talked about Chet Holmgren and how the Thunder are going to handle him. And also some other notes that you're going to be really excited to hear about with the rebrand and Michich and Shea and everything else that we're going to wrap up with coming up. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. We're back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Folks, Sam Presti talked Chet Holmgren. And so he was asked about uh, if there's any restrictions or, or a plan about resting Chet on maybe back-to-backs or uh, kind of portions of the schedule where it gets kind of congested. And... Sam was pretty transparent in saying that the Thunder are going to have to wait and see and observe and see how he responds, see what he needs. And so didn't rule anything out and didn't have anything put in play already. And so I think that that's a good sign that he's checked all the boxes so far and they're not ruling out back to backs. And then we'll just see how he, he handles it. Now, Sam did point out not many NBA players playing 82 games anymore. Uh, so I wouldn't expect Chet to play in 82 games if I were you, but I wouldn't also count him out for every single back-to-back either. So we'll see how that all goes. And then he was talking about Chet. And so he said that, you know, last year, 
was Chet being out, but he got to learn the terminology. He got to learn the the ebbs and flows of an NBA season from right up front and center of it. Of course, got to do some film room, but of course got a lot stronger. And so Sam really highlighted the strength that Chet Holmgren now possesses from that, that full, what he called kind of, you know, there's, there's different levels of lifting, you know, you can lift harder in the off season than you can in season. And Chet basically got a whole off season of that, of that lifting program, so to say. Overall, Chet Holmgren was was raved about by Sam Presti, and Sam admitted that there's going to be a huge test for Chet Holmgren this year, from rust to the you know the fact that this is a guy that was very highly touted, and so obviously guys want to make a statement against him. And then, as a shot blocker, as a shot challenger, just the nature of your play style, you're going to get dunked on. You're going to be the talk of social media. You're going to be uh, trying to work your way back, and so that's going to be difficult. But uh, Chet Holmgren will will likely be able to sustain that and, and to overcome that, of course. Uh, but I think that Sam was open also about the fact that the Thunder, you know, this is their first year with Chet Holmgren versus Chet Holmgren's first year where, where he's going to get different looks and be put in different positions and play styles. And he's going to have to uh, be ready to go and, and the Thunder going to have to be ready to go and they're going to have to just get a look and get data points on on a multitude of things with Chet Holmgren, which they're already used to doing. So I am very interested in how Chet Holmgren performs this year, uh, but we'll see. I, I, and you mentioned also that Chet could play two different positions uh, within the same you know game and within the same uh, lineup where like defensively he's playing center and offensively he's playing the four or vice versa uh, or, or whatever. So I think that that's interesting as well. I, I, I personally – the way that I view players' positions, not that it that not, you know is anything, but just for your own, uh, you know, your own data point for whenever I'm talking about players is like if Chet's defending fives, I'm going to call him a five because offensive positioning, I don't really care who who you technically are going to label as your small four during a play you draw up. Defensively, though, who you match up with is kind of where uh, I put you. And then, you know, offensively, you can talk about ball handling duties and things like that. But, you know, I, I would I would suspect that he's going to be put in that five position uh, defensively just to kind of elevate his skill set more. As we saw in summer league, he was a lot better defensively without Jay Will on the floor than with Jay Will. Uh, so we'll kind of just see how that all plays out. And that will be something that is tracked all year long, including right here on Locked On Thunder. Sam Presti. Mention that he's open to the rebrand idea, um, but it's not coming down the pipe anytime soon. But it was interesting to hear him say he's open to it because, you know, Sam has always had very much reverence for that shield logo and him being open to it was, was kind of a it perked my ears up a little bit. And with the new stadium possibly happening, if it gets voted into action on December 12th, uh, maybe that would be a good time for it. And so we'll see if the Thunder rebuild. I know that's a rebrand. That's a lot of uh, as a, a high concern to a lot of you. Trust me with the comments and the tweets and the emails and everything else. That, that is of high priority to a lot of you. Uh, I personally like the Thunder's branding, I, but but I also am not uh, someone who would be against rebranding. Uh, I, I I just I could go either way, and so the Thunder are at least open to it. And then some other th- things to hit quickly. Uh, was asked about Mitch, like, like why this year? Why now? And he pointed out that, you know, there was some contractual stuff that, that where there was at least one off season during all of this, where Mitch just had no out. Like there was no out in his overseas contract to get him to the NBA, which I found interesting. And then mentioned that Mitch also had some overseas personal goals that he wanted to achieve prior to joining the NBA. 
And so you add those two things onto the list of reasons that have been reported already, and you kind of get a clearer picture of why now for Michich. And, and it also coincides, of course, with the Thunder being a much better team right now. So it just kind of worked out that way. And then lastly, to give you even more optimism about this season, SGA and his off-season workouts have been described as intense in the lab by Sam Presti. Shea comes back as a better player each and every year, and you keep waiting for when. When is it going to kind of level off? When is it just going to be who Shea is? And you saw him in FIBA look like one of, if not the best player in the world at the FIBA World Cup, of at least those who, of course, participated. Uh, he's going to be really good this year, and he's going to improve this year again. And I cannot wait to see the different wrinkle that he incorporates into his NBA game. Uh, moving forward. So those are the, those are the big hitters from Sam Presti's presser. Uh, he pretty much stayed out of the arena conversation, uh, which I, I thought was, was, you know, right. The arena conversation, a little bit unfair to bring to Sam Presti's uh, uh, table because he's not in the ownership group and he's also, you know, not going to vote against it or anything like that. So like, it's just kind of a weird situation. So he stayed out of the arena stuff. Um, I mentioned the Nuggets thing that he compared with, with the, the pathway for the Nuggets to win a championship and then the Thunder uh, kind of learning from that uh, and everything else, you know, we, we, we see we've already hit on from Victor Oladipo staying home and everything else. So that's kind of the nuts and bolts from the Sam Presti presser here. Are some things coming up for you Monday. We're going to talk with Nick Crane on the season preview episode with Nick Crane Tuesday. We're going to recap media day. Wednesday, we're going to have Derek Parker give his season preview for the Thunder. Thursday, I'm going to give you an update on training camp after two days. And then Friday, we're going to take your mailbag questions. So get them in now. Get them in often. Mailbag questions for Lockdown Thunder for Friday's show. Of course, follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. And make sure you follow me there to get all the latest from training camp and media day. And we're also going to cover it here on Lockdown Thunder. So go ahead and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast from. And until tomorrow. Be good and be good to one another. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.